1: Learn more at marines.com.
2: And now, Joe and Pat present Sports Talk's Person of the Day.
1: This game and things like that, I'm very serious on the field. I am a very serious player. I enjoy the the game. I want to win every single game that I play. I want to do everything I can to help this team win on a daily basis. So you guys see that. But off the field, outside, and everything like that, that's the kid in me that you guys saw tonight. And... I was, I was very fortunate to be able to, to share that with you guys and show that to you guys and show that to these fans.
3: Bryce Harper was drafted first in uh, 2010, back in the good old days, and uh, got a signing bonus of 6250000 Was that? By 2010, did we have. We had not the, changed uh, yet. We no. had not changed mm-hmm. the rule, but that's that's what the first rounder, first mm-hmm. pick gets right now, right? So he was uh, 10, 16, 1992. So when he got drafted, he was still 17.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: He was still 17 when he got drafted. And he was in the big leagues by uh, 2012. And uh, they didn't super to him. They didn't super to him. They called him up early. Remember that? He played 139 games that year. He goes 22-59 and 59 as a 20-year-old uh, in 2012. Wait a minute now. Uh, 2012, drafted 1992. So he was 19 when he broke in. In
1: fact, because when he, he was 19, he didn't was 19. he make the all-star team as the right in vote? Because he was the one of the youngest players to make the All Star team, I'll verify that. But go okay, ahead. Okay, that's very good. Let's see. My list here doesn't have me for the All Star team. Uh, skipped his
3: final year of high school, earned his GED, played one year of junior college ball, where he was primarily played catcher. Remember that he was going to be a catcher. Did you know he did uh,
1: make the All Star team in 2012?
3: 2012, and mm-hmm. he was still as a rookie. 19. Yep he was the first left-handed hitter and team in franchise history to hit uh, 40 or more home runs and uh, so his first year he goes 22 and 59 makes the all-star team next year he goes 20 and 58 he had fewer bats that they sent him back a little or he must have got hurt huh? he must have got hurt a little yeah. bit and the next year he got hurt a little bit 352 and then uh, in 2015 he was now the ripe old age at of 22. He had 42 home runs and drove in 99.
0: Won the MVP, MVP that year. That year yeah.
3: yep. uh, he's an amazing player. Right now, he's hitting a miserable 214, 102 strikeouts and 327 at bats, a higher rate than he's ever struck out before. I got to think the uh, contract's on his mind, don't you? I do. Yes. I 100%. Even though he's made a hundred, you know, he's made nice money already. He's made 1.75. This year, he's made. As an arbitration eligible, he's made twenty-one six two oh two five. So that's a pretty good uh compromise of not going to arbitration thirteen before that.
1: But the other thing but, about uh, Bryce though too, Pat, is they're not pitching to him. Even I mean, look at his look at his totals right now. He already has seventy-eight walks this year. That That's absurd. They're, yeah, it,
3: their uh, lineup is... Uh, Ryan Zimmerman's been banged up. So mm-hmm. he's not, you know, he had him hit... And
1: hit Murphy got behind. was hurt for a chunk Murphy's of the season, hurt, too. Yeah. yeah.
3: And I'm sure he's anxious trying to drive it in. But that was quite a show last night. That was fun. And it was nice to see some personality from him. Because yeah, he yeah. usually looks like a grumpy guy. I know uh, Chelsea Janes, who covers for the post, covers the team. And I follow her on Twitter and some of the other... He was saying, this is the Bryce we haven't seen since he was a kid, you know. Oh, really? Tonight. Okay. Uh, the mm. Bryce, because he's, uh, he's you know, he's obviously uh, comes off as a little, uh, little arrogant. He broke in April. They didn't wait for the uh, Super 2. April twenty eighth, 2012. Get in there. Hell with <laughs> Get it. in there, kid. Up, called him up, and uh, he's, uh, last night, I think, I think that did a
1: lot for his image, don't
3: you? Now I do, was, too. Yeah. And the Washington people, you know, are going to be upset when he... Takes up, but why not Washington? Ban?
1: Well, you know, it's why funny you say that. I was thinking that last night. Why they've not? got they've got a decent revenue stream. They could probably afford to now, overpay for them. One of the
3: problems is that Baltimore gets a bigger share of the TV money. Oh, they but, do. Okay, but they're packing them in. They're doing fine. And
1: he is a he is the star of that yeah, team. Yeah, why not? Why not you?
3: You know, the Yankees. He's not going to get four hundred million like people thought he was, but he's probably going to get three.
1: Like, yeah. Why don't you be- pay him? Because he's 26, going to be 26 next year. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, he's uh he'll turn 26 on October 16th. <laughs> so you're getting him prime time. You can he's a guy you can sign to a 10-year contract. You yeah. know, Albert Pujols, 32, 30, 32 years old. Don't sign him to a 10-year deal. Miggy Cabrera, but right. this kid's 26.
1: And the one thing I personally have always admired about him and he does, I mean, some he rubs some people the wrong way, but that kid plays
0: hard yes. all the time. I, yes, he does. I got a kick out of when Papelbon, remember when Papelbon tried to get in his face oh, yeah. about that? In the dugout, uh, yeah. Because yep. he apparently, you know, he didn't run hard enough to first mm-hmm. base or something like that. Well, he didn't run one was... out
3: Sunday and they, they hit a hard ball this second or something and jogged it. And he had a meeting with Dave Martinez. By the way, yeah. Dave, it ain't working out, baby. Bring back, bring back the guy with the toothpick, Dusty. <laughs> you like want Dusty back? <laughs> yeah. I guess this guy's made some Thunderhead. Oh, really? Right out of the Matt Williams playbook, I guess. On, on that
0: too, at what point does Mike Rizzo start getting some? Oh hype? yeah, it's time. I mean, he's been he's been running that operation for a long time. He's gone through a ton of managers. They've had some good teams, but they can't they can't win a playoff series. Oh, okay. And he keeps changing managers Here's every two deal. years.
3: Here's the deal. If Machado goes to the Dodgers and then they try to sign him and the Yankees have already gotten, they got a paid judge here pretty soon. They got a $300 million contract with Stanton. Who's where does this guy get his money?
1: The cheap pole ads—they the
3: come right in. Ads. They the swoop in and they oh, get Bryce. Careful, ads. guys! You're
0: giving Phil and Judd some more <laughs> yeah. stuff for tomorrow.
3: Why not the cheap? Po- Why don't we trade for him and then sign him?
1: I like that idea. Yeah. Huh? We're we'll giving. Although Doge. you know the we'll one, him Doge the, even up. the one team that could pop up and get him is the Cubs because he's really good buddies with Bryant, and I think they have some payroll flexibility after this season. Mm-hmm. I don't, I yeah, can't well, remember where I read that. Yeah.
0: but think about it. With the cheap poll ads, you got Joe coming off the books, right? Uh, that's right. You got 23 million coming off the books this year. All you got to do is add 10 million. Add 10 million. Sign him (laughs) off.
3: I say, yeah. Manny, you hit it. Yeah. 10 years, 333 million. Here comes
1: the tweet. My source is telling me 10 years,
3: 330 million. You're getting rid of Joe. Yep. Right? And. You know, you thought you were going to have to be playing Buxton and Snow, but that's not a problem. <laughs> no, they're still going to be <laughs> in the minor leagues. Problem. Yeah, that's
0: not a problem. You know, and then you get you get Lance Lynn. Lance yes. Lynn is getting what twelve this 12, year. That's right. That's you know, yeah. there there's we're your thirty three million right there. We're
3: saving money. There you go. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. Uh, Jake Odorizzi, somebody maybe take that six. Yeah, that's six. Irv's
1: money's coming off. Irv's coming. Come on, look at us. It's
3: damn near impossible for them not to, sign him. Not to sign him. It's a crime if they don't make this
2: happen.
3: Yes. My God, I thought, Manny was joking. It's a, it's a done deal. <laughs> Book it. You heard yes. it here first, Ten folks. Ten years, three thirty, and if it's below thirty degrees, you don't have to play. Nope. How about that? Love That'll it. It'll be good. All right. Part of the murderer's row of ball talk. Play ball. Here's legendary pitcher and broadcaster Jim Cott Band-a-rop.
1: on the ride with Royce.
3: Jim Cott is with us. All-star game tonight in your old stomping grounds of Washington, D.C. Uh, the... Uh, the Nationals uh, built that ballpark, and uh, it's nice to see a little lively baseball action in Washington, isn't it, after your years there, sir?
2: Yeah, it really was, actually. It uh, really is, I should say. But in 1962, you know, we that was the last year we had two All-Star games. Yes. I was in the second one. I didn't play. I was on the team. But the first one that year uh, was actually played at D.C. Stadium.
3: That was new. You Uh, had never played in it, right? I mean, you had never played in it as a home player because the Griffith. No. They were replacing Griffith Stadium, right?
2: They were replacing Griffith Stadium with D.C. Stadium and then now, of course, Nationals Park.
3: Yes, uh, Nationals Park. Uh, You've been in there, right? I have. Yeah, that's a nice ball yard. And uh, that was a good show last night, didn't you think?
2: Well, it was. I'm not a, you know, I, I I didn't see it, I'll have to admit. I'm not a big, uh, I'm not, a, as most players, I think, during the All-Star break, they take a little hiatus. Yes. But, uh, I was actually at the Little League ballpark in my hometown watching the Little Leaguers play. But oh, really? I think, you know, from a marketing standpoint, the Home Run Derby uh, has been a, tr- a big attraction. It's it's sort of a, uh um, uh, what would you say a catch twenty two? I guess because on one hand, baseball wants to promote more, put the ball in play, more yeah, action yeah. in the game, and yet uh, the more attention Home Run Derby gets, the more kids uh, are inclined to say, "Well, that's <laughs> the way to play the game." Yeah, <laughs> so uh, it does get have it both ways. It
3: does get the public involved. though. they had a good time last yeah. night, and that's uh, yeah, you know, really,
2: and, and I <clears> think uh, with, with all the revenue that. Uh, Major League Baseball does a good job of spreading around to, to, you know, to a variety of good causes. So it's become quite an attraction, but for me personally, it's like if you said, "Do you want to watch the Open Thursday morning or the Long Drive contest?" Uh, <laughs> I'll take the Open. <laughs>
3: yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. But uh, yeah, it, it worked out, and Harper won it, and everybody was happy, and yeah. uh, it didn't do anything to hurt his image. The kind of year he's having, two fourteen. I got to think the yeah. money's on his mind, don't you? The big contract. I, you know, I don't know if
2: it's not, it's, it's so hard to to pin down what is wrong with the Washington Nationals, because every year you think they're, you know, they're going to go to the World Series, if not win it, at least get there. And uh, I don't know if it's, I can't imagine it would be the pressure of the contract because he's making a ton of money as it is.
3: Yeah, he's making 21, Uh, but uh, I, I I don't know what it is but uh it
2: it is mysterious
3: well in this club they're 48 and 48 they fired dusty this is the last go round of harper's leaving and uh to uh to to be a third place team you wonder if mike rizzo's job is going to be in trouble here pretty soon
2: yeah that's uh there was a little comment the other day when Matheny got fired that uh somebody i think it was my my friend tim flannery we uh uh, we go back and forth together as good buddies on Twitter from time to time. And I think Flam was saying, uh, when's the last time a general manager was fired instead of the manager? So, yeah, I would think, uh, I would think Mike, uh, who has a great reputation in the business, but uh, if things don't uh, turn around there, that might be the next move the Nationals make.
3: Hey Jim, uh now I'm gonna test your memory here. Nineteen sixty five, you weren't on the team. The All Star game was here. It was only uh basically the players flew in on Monday and played the game on Tuesday afternoon. Did you take the three days off and go fishing someplace or did you hang around?
2: No, I'm not a I'm not a fisherman, but uh in those days during the All Star break we either went up to breezy point. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was a resort there. Sure, around, uh, that right, might, still that there. might have been one of the. Yeah, that might have been one of the years I rented a pontoon boat and went out <laughs> on the uh, uh, Saint Croix or something like that. But yeah, we usually kind of got a, got away from the game for three or four days. And I think today the guys do the same thing, with the exception of the players in the game, of course. It's not not that they don't uh, respect the All Star Game, but this is really the only break you get during the summer to uh to take your family and kind of get away from the game
3: that's right and and back then he only got a three days off they're giving him four days off now which is probably a good idea yeah. but jim uh that said somebody just asked me on twitter a while back what was my favorite all-star game i've seen to been to probably 10 uh 1965 because of that national league team they brought to town unbelievable uh tory was catching now he's not a hall of famer as a player Ernie Banks at first, Pete Rose at second, Maury Wills at short, Dick Allen at third. Starting outfield was Mays, Aaron, and Stargell. The backup outfield was Frank Robinson, Billy Williams, and Roberto Clemente. <laughs> that was yeah. unbelievable. And starting pitcher was uh, Juan Marichal, followed by Koufax, Drysdale, and Gibson. All pitched in
2: that game. Yeah, that that was a Hall of Fame show. Well. You know, my my uh, my first one, as I said, I didn't get in a uh, as a as a player. I didn't get to, uh, to play in it, but it was the same thing. I, before all the players, we we saw them on television as they do today. I yeah. mean, that's sort of the first time I ever saw Clemente and Mays and Aaron, and uh, as you said, Banks and Marichal pitched. <laughs> and Gibson was was a relative unknown and Gibby was pitching in that game in '62, and then. Of course in 66 i did get to play and face the likes of chlamydia and aaron and mays but in those days uh, when you didn't have cable television when you saw those guys in person man it was really something special you it was uh, it was pretty awesome i mean you were aw- i was anyway awestruck to say there is willie mays i've never seen him in person <laughs> <laughs> well uh when the
3: all-star game was back here a few years ago i actually got to go out and sit down with him in san francisco and he was my guy as a kid and uh, uh we had a photographer along who schmoozed him up pretty good and we got 90 minutes with willie that
2: was great Wow, that was great! And of course, Willie uh, has been coming to the uh, Gold Glove dinner. But yeah. as you know, I don't know if that was the case then. But he's he's having uh, a lot of trouble with his eyes. Yeah,
3: now. he was having trouble then too. But yeah. you get the
2: where's the Gold Glove dinner? The Gold Glove dinner, Rawlings, uh, who I think they're in the process of being sold, but they're all, owned by a bigger company who has. Uh, put a lot of money into that dinner the last six or seven years, and they have it at the Plaza Hotel. Uh, they put us up for a few nights there, wow. and uh, they, bring, they bring in us old-timers uh, that have won the award, and we present, I present the award to uh, the two pitchers, and then sometimes Rawlings has the, uh, well, it was, uh, I had to present Al Kaline, or I shouldn't say I had to, have the privilege of, uh, introducing Al Kaline into the Gold Glove Hall of Fame, and then the year before that, Whitey Ford as a a Lifetime Achievement Award. And our entertainment for the last five years has been Seinfeld, Leno, Wow, Kevin James, George Lopez, <laughs> and who's the Frank Caliendo?
3: Yeah, Frank, the impersonator, yeah. the great impersonator. Yeah, so they they
2: really may it's it's like an Academy Awards type. Uh, <laughs> when do you do <laughs> it? November? November sometime? Yes, right after, but like a week after the series ends, okay. first weekend in November. Oh, what was funny this year is uh, Mike Thompson called me and said we're thinking about bringing in. Some of the original Gold Glove winners uh, to be, along with with those of you that have won it, and then present uh, to the to the current ones. And he said, we're thinking about bringing in Bobby Shantz. Do you know Bobby Shantz? I said, Mike. Bobby Shantz was my idol. That's who I that's who I patterned my my motion after. <laughs> so. Bobby is now, I think, 92. I was going to say, Bobby's
3: Bobby's still with us. Huh? That's good.
2: Yeah, he's 92, lives in uh, Ambler, Pennsylvania, and I think they're going to try to get him to come up and then sit at the table uh, with you. That would be a real treat for me. Sixteen of them did you win? Well, they gave me sixteen. I can't say I won them all, but uh, <laughs> I had a short name, and they could they could stamp the name on it pretty easy. Sixteen <laughs> was that?
3: Uh, is that is anybody won more than that?
2: Maddox uh, passed that. You know, did he really? Greg, yeah, I had fun with Greg uh, the year that he was going to break it and win his seventeenth. He <laughs> ended up winning eighteen, and I said, "Matt, dog." Uh, I know you're going to break my gold glove record. I got one for you to shoot at. Oldest pitcher to steal a base. <laughs> I said, I was 41 months, forty-one years, seven months and something. And that summer, uh, he stole a base to break my record for that. And then when I saw him at the uh, dinner in the winter, I said, now, was that the back end of a double steel? He said, no, it was straight steel. I said, okay, then it's legit. <laughs> hey, <laughs> was uh,
3: was the gold glove when it first started, was that... Just one, one for the major leagues, or do they always have it for each league? Uh,
2: they always had it for each league.
3: Okay, because yeah. uh, you know some of those old awards, like the Cy Young, those early years, uh, you know, that the was just for uh, one league. Until you, you probably would have won it in the American League that one year, but that was yeah. I Sand- think
2: that was the reason, you know, because Sandy and I went down to those that last week uh tied in wins and he won two more went to 27 and then I, th- I think they decided well let's start giving out one for uh for each league which is what they did in uh 67 starting which, in 67 uh, that's pretty tough competition
3: back then sandy koufax <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'll always sure was. i always remember the uh the harry carry listening on kmox and the uh the, uh, Koufax is the Cardinals have won like 19 out of 20 and they're trying to catch the Dodgers late in the season. And they, they come into St. Louis and I think Kurt Simmons against Sandy Koufax is the game and the Dodgers score in the top of the first. And Harry said, that's okay. We'll get him tomorrow.
2: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I think Koufax well, that's, to, to that's hit him kind or of the something. way It was, you know, in the world series in game two, I'd never seen Sandy pitch in person. And, uh, we went through the through the batting order the first time It was nothing to nothing and uh, was sitting there I think in the bottom of the uh, bottom of the third inning. and yeah, I said to Johnny, "Say, well, if I give up a run, this game's over." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the
3: Twins the not they knocked game. Twins knocked them out. Thanks to a few, it was uh, it was amazing beating Drysdale and Koufax back to back, unbelievable. Yeah, hey, well, uh, we- yeah, go ahead, Jim.
2: Well, I was going to say we 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 really knocked Sandy out. We got one earned run off of the oh, sittings, it? and then Drysdale, yeah, Drysdale <laughs> pinched in for him. <laughs> oh, was there, yeah, because Drysdale
3: game one is uh, when they 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 knocked him around pretty good. So uh, the. uh, Twins uh Snow went back home uh, from Fort Myers his mom's sick and Buxton's still stuck in uh in AAA not hitting all that that well it's uh this season really got off the rails when uh the two guys who were going to be your anchor anchors uh ended up uh not getting it done
2: Yeah that's for sure I'm sure that uh Derek Salvi and his whole staff I think they're at least hopeful I mean they can, they can make some kind of a run in the in the second half but the you know the wild card is almost uh, out of the question and then you know cleveland they're they're just playing sort of so-so and they're they've still got a what a seven eight game lead so their percentages do not look good but i think if anything if they could get buxton and snow back and get sort of some semblance of what their team might look like in 2019 uh at least that would give them a a little hope and the fans a little hope for, uh, you know, what they had to look forward to. Of course, again, the the biggest need I was saying the other night on TV, all the hubbub about who's going to get Manny Machado. I said, these teams that want Manny Machado can score runs. He can't pitch. Yeah, <laughs> have to go after some more people that can pitch.
3: Yeah. Hey, Jim, of course, uh, when you played, I think uh, most of the time, uh, the trade deadline was June 15th, not July 31st. Uh, I know a lot of people think that July 31st is legitimate. I think it was a better game when you had an earlier trade deadline.
2: Well, I couldn't agree with you more. I, I'd really like to see it move up earlier, And but you, there's two ways to look at it. Right now, uh, I think Major League Baseball as an industry, they look at all the buzz and all yeah, the attention right. the sport is getting. But from an actual competition standpoint, I think they ought to force teams to make those decisions as early as June 1. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's really not fair. Think of being in an Oreo uniform or Buck Walter, an Oreo fan, every day you come to the park. First of all, you're having a lousy year. And then the whole story is where's Manny Machado going to go? That's not, to me, that's not healthy for the industry.
3: No, I agree with you.
2: All right. Well, uh, you're going to watch the ball game tonight? <laughs> Uh, I might watch a little of it. <laughs> All right. When are you if back? It a, if it were a day game, you know, but yeah. these, uh, these 8 o'clock uh, night games, no, uh, that doesn't fit my lifestyle. When are you uh, I back? I announce are you... them at 7. But When are you back on the air? Uh, it looks like it might, uh, my next one might not be till uh, sometime in August, Cleveland at the Red Sox. I haven't heard for sure yet.
3: Okay all righty uh jack Morris going in the hall of fame uh uh
2: did you get to know jack much oh i sure did and i hope to see him i'm going for uh bob costas's induction which is on saturday oh, okay, good. Inducted yeah. in. and then i think there are some parties at night and i had spoken to jack during uh, uh twins fest and uh so i'm hoping to make the rounds and and uh say hello to him and trammel and get to see him and then uh in uh, in in two weeks when we talk again, I will be on my way to Minnesota for the Hall of Fame weekend.
3: Okay, beautiful. All right, Jim. Uh, we'll see you back here then. Thanks.
2: All right, thanks, Patrick. All right, uh,
3: they're great, Jim,
2: and. Uh
3: it is funny. People think that ball players. it's like every other sport. Football players don't watch football games and baseball players. They
1: need to just take a play break. at them and they say,
3: "Yeah, okay, go get them. I'm not watching Monday night football. What do you think of that Monday night game? I don't know who played. Who played? Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll be back. Every time this song starts, I don't know if it's an ad or, uh, or we're coming <laughs> this back. Is, this I don't is know the which. Blasters. It is. I
4: don't know which it is. One of the best bands from the 80s that, really? nobody, that nobody's ever heard of. All right. Here's
3: Johnny Height. <laughs> Thank you for having me. You got a soccer jersey on today? You look like you're wearing a soccer cool, jersey. You kind of a very, very bold
4: green there. It's okay. a golf shirt. Just oh, okay. All right. In fact, okay. I think it's even a. Are you wearing key. a cup too? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this update sponsored by Concordia University. Get on track to a successful business career with Concordia University St. Paul. Learn online or on campus. Learn more about their business degrees at online.csp.edu. Uh, as we've been telling you, you will hear the All-Star Game tonight on this very station. 7 o'clock here on 1500 ESPN. Uh, the Twins' only rep, of course, is pitcher Jose Barrios. Uh, that will start right after the Adrian Heath Show on 1500
1: ESPN. Patrick, I know last hour we did This Day in History, which was, of course, the, one of the most famous uh, moments in Twins history when they turned two triple plays. Yes, But also on this date in 2002, uh, I was reminded by uh, by a tweeter, uh, Torrey Hunter was hit by Indians pitcher Danny Baez then picked up the ball and threw it right back oh, at him. Okay,
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, That was a great moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the Twins division, speaking of the Indians, uh, according to Jerry Krasnick of ESPN, they're uh, in pursuit of Padres closer, Brad Hand. Really? All right.
3: Uh, well, How can we let a Chaska guy go to the rival Indians? Maybe uh, he can be a secret weapon. How about that? Maybe he can be a secret
4: agent. <laughs> go in there and screw up that bullpen <laughs> even worse. Uh, the last couple of days, he's also been linked to talks uh, with the uh, Yankees and Cubs, the Padres have. What a career hand. turnaround, though, in all honesty. Because he was oh, a yeah, waiver yeah. claim,
1: wasn't he? Yes. Yep.
4: I wanted him. Yep.
3: I wanted him when he was with Miami. Would they listen to me? Hell, and no. Not
4: just no. If only I no. ran
1: this club, man.
4: Twenty-eight have Harper
1: sign. <laughs> for Brad Hand.
4: <laughs> the twenty-eight-year-old uh, Hand has twenty-four saves this season. The uh, Indians, uh, their bullpen, of course, has been awful this year. So, are they mm-hmm. getting?
1: Sorry, if you mentioned this, are they getting Miller back at, at some point? But uh, they keep they keep and extending. Got the
4: bad it. knee. Yeah. Ooh. In fact, I saw one report said they're worried he might not be back before September. So Ooh, I don't know if that's true. But uh, that in motion of his is determined
3: on a. Uh, yeah. Me. Uh, here it is: Joe off the books, twenty-three million. Lynn off the books, twelve million. Irv off the books, thirteen million. <laughs> it's all lined up. Bryce Harper to Twins, ten years, three hundred fifty million.
1: Although oh, uh-huh. Bill did point this out, what number is he going to wear? We can't take thirty-four out of retirement. Uh,
3: hmm. We'll call up Kirby Puckett Jr. and get permission. Okay, if he there wants we go. To come back here. That's right.
4: He would. They would be proud to have Puck's go. number worn by this guy. Well, speaking to members of the Baseball Writers Association of America today, MLB Players Association Chief Tony Clark said that the universal use of the designated hitter across leagues is gaining momentum mm-hmm. among players. He said players are talking about it more than they ever have in the past. Uh, for quite some time, the National League has contained a large following that advocates uh, for pitchers to hit. Uh, MLB Commissioner, though, Rob Manfred, uh, tweeted he thinks changes would be difficult to implement. It would take time. He tweeted, if we get rid of the DH in the National League, there's a brand of baseball that's done. I think there's going to be some hesitation with respect Oh, Manfred, to
1: that. shut up it
3: take four minutes
1: to switch. I'm okay, all now for Now we
3: this. have a DH. I have two. Pitchers. I'm all
1: for it, except for whatever team Bartolo Colon signs yes, with. But pitchers, <laughs> they should not have a DH. It's
3: dangerous for pitchers. You had mm-hmm. yeah. You had somebody for the Twins who wasn't hitting. Mejia had never been in the batter's box. Mm-hmm. Or, you're trying to play down
1: there in Chicago. Well, In Milwaukee, they day. lost their ace last year. The, yes. the Anderson kid, he got hurt hitting.
4: It's idiotic. Uh, the Yankees, uh, who was the uh, Asian fella who had to run the bases, hurt his leg, was never the same. He won... 18, 19 games. Panaka? No. uh, I'll I'll think of it later. That was about seven, eight years ago. Something like that. Uh, The Holy Grail of baseball cards. A pristine 52-tops Mickey Mantle valued at several Million Are you going to go into your long-winded not, baseball no. card collection I don't have time. story again? I don't have time. Look what time it is. What a dork. I'm just yeah. going to tell you it was delivered to the History Colorado Center via armored truck for 72 hours, a public display. If you're wondering who owns it, it's retired lawyer Marshall Fogle of Denver. He said it's the finest card ever made, and it just happens to be my favorite player, Mickey Mantle. He has the card insured for $12 million dollars. He said he probably could get more than that if he really tried to, but he does not want to sell it. What a reason the card is so rare. So many of them were returned, along with other unsold cards by retailers, making room for the 53s. They then sunk them in a barge in the Hudson River. That (laughs) didn't make much sense. All right, Johnny. Thank you, sir. You bet.
2: The ride with Royce now continues. 69. Offense. He was giving them the business. It's time for late hits. We started a little bit of a rally, one inning, and uh, they brought in Jim Bagby, a relief pitcher. And there was a man on first base, and uh, I was at bat with one out. And I hit a ball to the left of Lou Boudreau, who was managing the ball, who was playing shortstop. And uh, as going to field the ball, the ball took a bad hop, and he got his glove up from time and threw to the second base and completed the double play. And that's how that streak was broken.
3: Uh, I thought Ken Keltner made the play on him to end the 56-game hitting streak. Uh, let me see here. Let me see. Uh, okay. Uh, July 17th in Cleveland, 1941. DiMaggio, You know what the crowd was to see Joe DiMaggio's oh hitting streak massive. in Cleveland in a night game on July 17th? 67,468. Oh DiMaggio went hitless against pitchers Al Smith and Jim Bag- Bagby Jr. In the first three at-bats. DiMaggio grounded out to third twice against Smith, both on hard hit balls. So that must have been Ken Kiltner was a third baseman, and he must have okay. made a good play.
1: Now, are they going no. to to watch the streak continue, or they want do they want to be there to watch it end?
3: I think probably they were rooting for. He had this impeccable image. Sure, you know yeah. DiMaggio. He was kind of a surly guy, but the writers all wrote about him as the all American guy. Uh, i mean obviously I wasn't around but the he had this mm-hmm. wonderful image i'm sure they were there hoping he got a hit uh you know uh but anyway july 17th 1941 the th- trouble with this day in history is when since we started doing this there's too many this day too many great ones, ones yeah. some <laughs> of them carry over to uh some of them carry over to uh the uh, late hits <laughs> Randy Gregory, Gregory the 25 uh, year old defensive end, in Nebraska, right? Didn't we yep. decide he was a Nebraska yep, yep. guy? He's violated virtually every law, every rule the NFL has ever had. Well, uh, he has replied for, he, he applied for reinstatement in mid May, and the NFL has uh, allowed him to come back to the Cowboys. He will join the Cowboys in training camp. Uh but I'd say he's on double secret probation, wouldn't you? Yes. I would say that it's pretty much. Uh he was a stud dude. It would be interesting to see if he can play or not. First round of talent and the
0: Cowboys mm-hmm. I think got him in the second mm-hmm.
3: round, I think. Yeah. The Cowboys uh I'm just
0: shocked to hear the Cowboys having Cowboys a troubled would, player. Yeah. Cowboys would
3: take a shot,
1: you know?
0: Yep. It
3: is I always get a chuckle when uh when I see Michael Irvin basically oh, election, right, yeah. lecturing the youth yeah. on uh how, yeah. how they should go about the White House—that had to be the greatest collection of players oh. in history. They they rented their own brothel <laughs> and drug drug house, and uh, but hey, they won. They did. The they hell? did win. Just you know win, know right? baby. <laughs> that's uh, that's what it all should be about. You guys old enough to remember Gabe Rivera, the uh, the uh, outstanding rookie from Texas Tech? You know you wouldn't be with <laughs> uh, with the Pittsburgh Steelers.
0: Oh yeah, he got got into a he got an automobile automobile accident. accident, He was selected
3: twenty first overall by Pittsburgh in nineteen ninety three. He had eighty three, right? Eighty three, yeah. He had two sacks in his first six games. He looked like he was going to be a monster. On that
0: defense. Oh, that's line. right. They took him over Marino. Marino that's yes, right. Marino was and upset because he wanted the Steelers to draft. He wanted to stay home. He yeah. had
3: an automobile accident, left him paraplegic. He uh, died uh, this week at age oh, fifty-seven. Uh, the bad break in life, right there. So, Yadi Molino has said that uh, he's got a, th- a contract that expires in two thousand twenty. And in 2020, he would welcome the opportunity to be a player-manager for the Cardinals. Here's the problem with that, Yachty. If you want to be the player-manager, I'd go up and apply right, right now. Yes. Right. Because <laughs> yeah. you're gonna, you, we can't hire some poor sap and let him sit in the job for a year and a half and then say, we're going to give Yachty the job uh, in 2020, right? You
1: know what I'd do if I was the Cardinals? I'd hire give him, him a shot. him right now. Because remember yeah. Puerto he Rico? Could, you know what? He, he could, was the manager of the Puerto yes. Rican baseball team. And he could put Okendo in the
3: dugout next to him and have him run the whole show. And, Why uh, not? Yeah. Let him do it for the rest Let's of this year. Let's do it. We haven't uh, had one. I think Frank Robinson was the last one, if I was if I would Was he after Pete? Mistaken. Oh, that's right. Yeah, hell yes. Pete probably was after him. When did Pete get the hit? Pete got hit in 86. That's right. that's right. Pete was the manager then. Yeah,
0: yeah. that's right. Was cotton.
3: Jim was, damn, I should have mentioned that. Jim was his pitching coach. Oh, that's right. He was. Yeah, that was the was one his year he was pitching coach. Yeah. yeah, I told you guys, I covered that, the hit, the, mm-hmm. the search for the hit for about three days. I was there. And there, there were 100 reporters from newspapers all around the country. And he did 45 minutes before every game. <laughs> And 45 minutes after every game and never told the same story.
1: That's unreal. And the
3: third day, he finally got the hit, and then we win the celebration. But we we heard him for three hours of— And were they all great, too? Oh, yeah, they were all—I mean, he was—the famous Rod Carew story is— This is great, yeah. The Rod, all-star game, right? Rod <laughs> hit the two triples, and when Rod's sliding into third— <laughs> Pete's catching the ball up here and trying to slap the tag down. He says, Rod, you're the first guy in, a major league in all-star history that did two triples in one game. And he knew that.
1: Rod, right, he's like, huh? Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: he was
3: interested in two things. Baseball. No, three things. Yep. Baseball, gambling, gambling.
1: and <laughs> companionship. There you go. Yes. Hey, b- yes. By the way, quickly, speaking of Yachty, I was going to bring this up when Johnny was still in the room. Jim, you were asking Jim about gold gloves. Do you know that he is one of only five battery mates to win the Gold Gloves in the same year? He and Earl won it in uh, '62. Really, Yachty and Adam Wainwright in '09 and 2013. How hmm, about that? And Jim Cotton,
3: Batty. Jim, and Jim Cotton, and Batty, Batty won
1: it in 1962. Really, mm-hmm. man.
3: Well, he won it with a lot of guys because he won it 16 times. Yeah, how about this, too?
1: I looked this up. So he, Maddox passed and him, by as the he way, mentioned. Yeah. He was really good. Yes. Field, yeah. He was great. Maddox has 19. Do you know the only other player to have 16? Can you name him? Infielder. Louis really? Aparicio. Third baseman. No. Oh, Brooks. Yeah, the boy. Brooks Robinson, yeah, <laughs> yeah Aparicio only won it. I believe he only won uh, eleven of them. Brooks so. was uh,
3: Brooks was a fantastic third baseman, but he couldn't outrun me. <laughs> God, he was slow. He was unbelievable. <laughs> we'll be back.
0: Now on the ride with Roycey,
1: let's hear the boys' daily complaints. Manny Hill, what is your daily complaint? So,
0: you know. ESPN, they uh have a new story out uh, that they put out this morning. Uh it was a, it's an insider story, so you have to obviously subscribe to Insider to to read the full thing. The headline reaches uh reads this. NFL future power rankings. Oh boy projecting the next three seasons. <laughs> and they have projections for all thirty-two teams, and they and they ranked them one to thirty-two. The Eagles were number one. Our Vikings actually were number four really on the list. No yes. respect. No respect whatsoever. But yeah, so they're basing this the on th- th- the current roster construction and roster who construction play. coaching, the quarterback, uh the front office ah. gets a grade and all of that. And they they sort of put the put together this formula and they graded it on like a forty to one hundred system. The it. Eagles were number one at like eighty eight point seven, and the Vikings were number four. So. I would
1: just like to think of the the guy that had to or gal whoever it was that had to assemble the story, and they're, and they're thinking, "Do I really have to write well, this
0: piece of crap?" It's 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 sort of a collective effort of uh, Lewis Riddick. Uh, who I like a lot, uh, Mike Sando and Field Yates all sort of put together this, this Future thing,
1: power so. rankings, Patrick. Oh, yeah, that's Manny talking yeah.
0: about that. Future <laughs> yeah.
3: 2020, although they sounded exactly like they were for this year. Oh, right. you know. so they just kept, okay. Yeah, yeah pretty much.
1: Yeah. Not, Not yeah, accounting I mean, for the massive if, turnover if, every NFL team has. You know,
3: what if uh, Aaron Rodgers loses a foot in a car accident or something? Well, Does that change him? <laughs> even look at, look at the Vikings roster from
1: three years ago and how different it oh, is sure. compared to today. No, no, there's no no stability. No, uh, change it
3: more often than not. Yeah,
1: Uh, my daily complaint, and we touched on a little bit earlier, is all of the people that don't give a damn about baseball that today decide they're going to fix baseball. Yes. Shut up, leave my sport alone, (laughs) and go worry about NFL power rankings.
3: (laughs) Well, I was going to say the same thing. My complaint is that. Baseball is the only one of the all-star games that actually gets judged on whether it's exciting or yeah. not. Everybody else just presumes that the basketball game is going to be a dunk fest. That the Pro Bowl is going to uh, be NHL's stupid. NHL is playing three yeah. and three, and the Pro Bowl, nobody's going to tackle each other. But if uh, the baseball game isn't properly exciting tonight, oh. then it then it's a crime of uh what's what's all what's wrong with baseball.
0: Okay, question. They're, they're on MLB Network right now. They're talking somebody's talking to Manny Machado. They've got are these warm-up jerseys that they're wearing? Are they got yes, gonna yeah. wear their actual okay. Yeah, they'll wear their actual. That was gonna be a second complaint game. if they were not gonna wear well, their So they gotta actual have two uniforms. different ones to sell. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Just wanted to make sure. And
1: will they get Manny a, a Dodger jersey at like the third <laughs> inning, run him run him out there and let him go hit for the well, National? Nash- Bookie
0: Cousins got traded during the NBA that's All-Star true. game last year by the that. way
1: Adrian Heath is
3: in here ready to go Is he fired yep. up well, He was fired up even after the win Fantastic day. Yeah, <laughs> right. Oh it's must listen to radio baby yeah. That's right They uh, they've turned into a home field jungler dot though the uh and I'm going to be there Sunday for scarf that's night. Right, that's it's right, it's scarf night. We're having our scarf thing, so uh, that's our fundraiser, and we got 35 or
2: 40 people showing up in scarves. So Fantastic. We'll All right, uh, do this tomorrow. Thank you, gentlemen.